0: Welcome to Live Wire, a podcast powered by Kosciuszko REMC. We are a member-owned and locally operated cooperative that supplies electricity to portions of Kosciuszko, Fulton, Wabash, and Whitley counties here in Northern Indiana. Live Wire is a program where we come together to discuss co-op matters, energy, community topics and to communicate with KREMC members. I'm your host, Andrea Melton. Welcome to another electrifying episode of LiveWire. Today, we are going to talk about what it means to be a cooperative member. And I thought a great way to kick this episode off would be to give a brief overview of the history of rural electric cooperatives in our great nation. You see, electric co-ops tell a remarkable tale. Let's embark on a brief journey through time where darkness meets determination and a spark ignites a revolution. In the early 20th century, America was buzzing with urban electrification. Cities were enjoying the bright lights and modern marvels. But out in the rural expanses, the landscape was quite different. Picture this. Quaint farmhouses, rolling fields, and nights lit by the pale glow of kerosene lamps. It was a time when the big power companies turned a blind eye to the rural folks, deeming it too expensive to run power lines through those cornfields and hills. In the 1930s, a spark of inspiration lit up the minds of a few visionaries who saw electricity not just as a luxury, but as a lifeline. Enter the Rural Electrification Administration. Created during the New Deal era, this government agency was like a lightning bolt that jolted rural communities to life. Financial backing and low interest loans, check. Support to build power lines and set up electric co-ops, double check. And thus, the Rural Electric Cooperative Movement was born. These co-ops weren't just about wires and wattage. They were about uniting neighbors, pooling resources, and electrifying dreams. As the lines extended and the lights flickered to life, the transformation was bright. Children could read under proper lights. People could cook with ease, and businesses started to flourish. It was a true story of empowerment through collaboration. The spirit of these co-ops echoed the heartland values of working together, looking out for one another, and building something bigger than oneself. It wasn't about big corporations. It was about local control and community impact. Rural electric cooperatives are woven into the very fabric of this great land. From humble beginnings, they've grown into reliable powerhouses, serving millions across fields forests, and farmlands. Did you know cooperatives around the world operate according to the same set of core principles and values adopted by the International Cooperative Alliance? You can trace the roots of these principles to the first modern cooperative founded in England in 1844. These principles are a key reason that America's electric cooperatives operate differently from other electric utilities putting the needs of their members first. The principles are open and voluntary membership, democratic member control, members' economic participation, autonomy and independence, education, training, and information, cooperation among cooperatives, and finally, concern for community. There is a lot to say about how Kosciuszko REMC embodies these cooperative principles, but we'll save that for another episode. Kosciuszko REMC was founded in 1939, and now we proudly supply electricity to over 18,500 meters in several counties. Today, we are gonna talk about your role as a KREMC member, explore the resources available to you, and highlight the benefits of being a co-op member. I'm so happy to have our Vice President of Member Services, Stephanie Scott, with me in the studio today to help me dive into all of the facets of KREMC membership. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? Hi, great. How are you? I am wonderful. I'm so happy that you've joined me today and very excited about the conversation we're going to have. Yes, me as well. Well, let's start by explaining the basic premise of co-op membership. If you've received your electricity from KREMC, you're a member, is that right? Yes, member owner.
1: So you're part of the co-op now once you become a member and um, you have a vote. So you are able to vote for our board of directors at our annual meeting and you're part of something really special at this point.
0: Steph, if someone is moving into KREMC service territory, so they're going to be a new member, what do they need to know about setting up their service? So setting up
1: service is typically done online. They would go to our website to set up and apply for service. And at the point where they um, apply for service, they fill out an application. We will run a credit check and then contact them to let them know that we've run the credit check and how much they need to pay to start service. And then um, we'll finish the finish the application typically over the phone. And then once our service is set up, then we'll go over the billing options with them. So we'll let them know. We have two different billing options. We have prepaid service, which is highly successful. We have a over 1,200 people on prepaid service, which has been great. And then we have regular monthly billing. So that's just where you use the power and then you get a bill m- once a month. Um, the prepaid service, we usually try to encourage people to use or to go with because it, it ends up saving them a lot of money. I actually did a comparison not too long ago. Um, people who had been um, or someone who had been on regular monthly billing and then switched to prepaid service at some point in the game after he'd been a member for many years. And he ended up saving a lot of money because he went with prepaid service. So, it's a really cool option for people, but they pay for it before they use it. So, it's something that eliminates them having to pay a deposit when they start service if if they have less than favorable credit. So, it's a really cool billing option that we have available. So
0: Okay. Okay. You know, I've only been here a few months now, and I've heard of the prepaid service, but I guess I wasn't really aware of the logistics of that. So, kind of explain how you pay the bill ahead of time but if you don't know I guess what your usage is going to be can you explain a little more about how that works Mm -hmm. with the prepaid service um
1: prepaid members get a text alert every day to let them know how much they've used in the previous 24 hours so they start out with a set amount in their prepaid bank so to speak and then every day they would get a text alert to let them know, or they could get an email alert if they don't use text alerts. Um, they could get an email alert and let them know how much they used in the previous 24 hours and how much money is left in their prepaid bank. Oh my gosh, so, that is so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. So if they ha- they start out with $50 in their prepaid bank. Um, so basically to start prepaid service, it's $75, $25 for their membership fee and $50 for prepaid service. And then each day they'd get an alert. So if they use a dollar, they're down to $49 the next, you know, the, after the first day. Yeah. And then And then so on. Each day they would get a text alert to let them know that they used however much the day before and then how much is left in their bank. So there's never any surprises as to how much money they have left and how much they've used. What people tend to be much more aware of is how much power they're using. So they tend to turn more lights off. So I, I always compare it to the difference between using a debit card and a credit card. When you use a debit card at the grocery store, you see that come out of your account right away. That's like prepaid. When you use a credit card at the grocery store, you don't get that bill until the end of the month. You're like, wow, I can't believe I spent that much on, on groceries throughout the month. Yeah. And you get your bill at the end of the month. That's like our regular monthly billing because you don't see it until the end of the month. And so I'll always kind of compare the two between using a debit card and a credit card to, to pay your bills. Yeah. So, that's a great comparison. That yeah, makes it very just, clear in my head. Okay. I know how this works now. So, yeah. yeah, people tend to spend a lot less money on power when they're on prepaid. So, we highly wow. encourage it. Not
0: going to lie, Steph. I might be looking into that. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is good. This is good. <laughs> um, tell us more about the KREMC mobile app that's free for our members. They can download it. What other features does it offer?
1: one of the quickest ways to make a payment is the mobile app it's super easy to download Um, it's always great to have on your phone because you can make a quick payment so especially for prepaid members that need to make a payment very quickly because prepaids um, shut off at one o'clock each day if they are up for disconnect and they're out of money in their prepaid bank so when you're trying to make a payment um, very quickly the mobile app is awesome we um, make it where you can view and monitor your usage on our mobile app you can report outages you can uh, set up a payment arrangement, you can set up auto pay, you can set up budget billing. Wow. There's lots of different options on there. So
0: Yeah, that's very comprehensive for sure. Yeah.
1: Very cool. It can basically do anything that our website can
0: do. When you do visit our website, which is KREMC.com, and you click or tap on the services tab, there are several categories. And one of those is our outage center. So for our members, what what if the power goes out? What do we want our members to do?
1: Honestly, they don't really have to do anything. Our system is sophisticated enough that we're aware when their power goes out. For the bulk of our of our members, we we know right away as soon as the member or the meter stops communicating with our outage system we're aware of it what we don't know is what caused it to happen I mean obviously sometimes weather is going to be the case but we don't know exactly what happened did a tree fall on the line did someone did a car accident happen and someone hit a pole and that was the reason right or what exactly happened so that's the information that's really helpful so if someone knows that a transformer blew or, um, you know, someone just hit a pole outside their house. Those kind of, those kind of um, details are really important. So when they call in to report the outage, that information is what's really helpful. Okay. And so if they can give us those details, that can get us, get the outage restored
0: quicker. And then within that outage center on our website, there's a map. What what kind of information can people find if the power goes out and they go to the outage center and they want to know what's going on? Um, so the outage map can actually
1: tell how many people are out of power. Unfortunately, it can't tell how long because we don't know exactly how long that's going to be just yet mm-hmm. um, because we don't know the cause of the the outage usually right away. But um, the outage map can tell you. Kind of what we're dealing with. So a lot of times people think they're the only one without power. That happens all the time. They think they're the only one without power, and so um, they call their frantic and they're thinking they're the only one that's without power. And then you go to the outage map and you see there's 1,200 people without power or 300 people without power. And so I think the outage map really kind of gives you a, a, a glimpse into really what we're dealing with. And you know, we're when we're only dealing with you know less than 20 linemen trying to get that many people. Turned back on, Turned back on. yeah. Yeah. Um, that many people's power restored in a short or as quick as possible. It's, it's difficult to, to really grasp that until you can see how many people are actually without power. So for sure.
0: We like to remind our members, uh, about the home energy advisor that is available to them online, which they can find on our website. Can you tell us more about the home energy advisor?
1: I get really excited about the home energy advisor tool. I think it's such an awesome tool. Um, We used to have a home energy advisor on staff and we started to notice that we used that tool or that person less and less as time went on, because there's so many things that we can tell from here at the office as we, as we started using these advanced meters and this advanced system, there's so much information that we can see digitally that um we can tell online and and from the data what the actual issue is um you can see that on you know tuesday to thursday that there was a lot of power used and then you can talk that over with the member even from here at the office and they say oh you know i had company that day that that's probably you know i had a company for a few days or whatever and that's probably why my power went up or that's when we turn the pool heater on or, you know, whatever the situation is. So there's so much information that we can get from the data. So what the Home Energy Advisor does, um, it's an online tool where members can go in and they can put the information, the details about their home. So they can put in the type of insulation they have, the size of their home, um, the number of people that are in their home, how old their appliances are. The more information that they give the tool the better results they're going to get and they basically get a score or a grade as far as the efficiency of their home so it's really a cool tool that can tell them not only how efficient their home actually is but it'll give them tips on how to improve that efficiency or efficiency score I guess I should say and then it'll uh, Kind of piggyback on that and it will give them um rebate options so we have rebates that are available to our members not only from kaziask RMC, but also from our power supplier so yes. if you have you know an old thermostat that's you know not programmable it can it can let you know that there's a rebate out there that's available to change out your thermostat and so I think that's really cool because it's part of that. You know, it can tell you that if you were to change that programmable or change that thermostat to one that's programmable, this is how much money you could save. And right. so I think it's really cool that it it tells you all that information on the Home Energy Advisor. So
0: Absolutely. That is cool because, I mean, everybody kind of has a general sense of ways that you can conserve energy, things that we've learned over the years. Um, and we remind people about those tips on our social media or, you know, in our Indiana connection, but to have a a personalized report, you know, based upon your home, your situation, what's really going to work for you. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Steph, I know you have an exceptional member services team and we just wrapped up member appreciation month, which we celebrate in August. But can you tell me more about your team and how your team engages with our members throughout the year? Some of the things you do.
1: Yes, Member Appreciation Month is is every year um, and it's each Friday in August and we get really excited to spoil our members, so to speak. Um, We love engaging with our members and and throughout the year we'll kind of have impromptu events where we, you know, may hand out cookies during Christmas or um, may have, you know, something during Halloween where we hand out candy or something like that. We always try to do events where we kind of engage with our members. We only see a portion of our members, the ones that actually come to the office. So, you know, we try to do the marketing team. We'll try to do some things on social media to engage with members, which is always awesome. Try to have contests and things like that. So I always think that's great, um, to engage members in different ways. One of the things that we like to do is when, um, when members call into our office, we always like to take the time. And I always think that's really important. Like we've never, we've never timed calls, so to speak. Like I, I've never really told the team you can't spend more than X amount of time on a call. Like we want to be there for our members, whatever they need. Absolutely. Um, so if they need to discuss their usage or they need to talk about their account and try and figure out what's going on or work through a payment arrangement or try and figure out how to get their account, you know, down to a zero balance or get on budget billing or kind of talk through whatever it is, you know, I want I want my team to talk them through that and so I feel like that's one of the best things that we can do to engage with our members is to take the time to really listen to what their needs are and help them through that because I mean even during situations where we're disconnecting power people are at in a really bad place um, you know personally in a really bad place and I think it's so awesome when you get done talking with someone and they've had their power disconnected and you know you've gotten them reconnected and now they're on prepaid and then they call you a few weeks later and they're like this prepaid billing this is awesome like i i think this is so great i wish everybody was doing it because i've had this deposit on file for several years now of you know two or three hundred dollars and now i got that back Mm -hmm. and now i'm i'm much more aware of how much i'm using and I'm able to pay when I want to pay. You know, I'm, I'm putting money on it every week when I get paid. And I just think this is wonderful. And so I think it's great when we can engage with our members when they contact us when they need us. And so I think, you know, that's something that, that we do Um one of the biggest ways that we obviously engage with our members is annual meeting. I think annual meeting is our most fun event um, because we're, you know, everyone's excited. They're getting a free meal. They're, they're voting for our directors. And so I think annual meeting is one of our most fun events. So that's, that's obviously the biggest way that we engage with our members is annual meeting.
0: The annual meeting is a lot of fun. And that was my first big event working with KREMC, you know, when I, I came on board a few months ago. How much fun, uh, if anybody's listening and and they're not aware of the annual meeting, it's how our members come and vote for positions that might be open on the board of directors. And we've been over the past few years doing a drive-through style annual meeting where you can drive through our property, our garage, and cast your vote. And it's really, really cool. I agree. A very fun event, um, a great way that we engage with members. And let's talk for a minute about the board of directors and how that's comprised and the importance of the votes in the annual meeting?
1: We have a nine-member board, um, and leading up to annual meeting, we have a nominating committee that puts together, you know, some director candidates. Right. Um, they put those together, and anyone can nominate a member, and then they are presented, and we post that in our Indiana Connection, the monthly newsletter, and then our members, you know, get to read about the candidates, and then they pick their choice. So that's part of, in my, in my opinion, it's, it's a benefit of being a member. So it's kind of a, I think that's something that makes it special, but I always feel like it's somewhat of a responsibility as well um, of being a member of the cooperative is exercising your right to vote. They, um, you know, we have those nine board members and then they make the decisions and
0: kind of guide the cooperative. Absolutely. At the beginning of this episode, when I talked a little bit about cooperative history and then the cooperative principles, that would be an example of Democratic member control, you know, with our annual meeting and the way that process goes. Uh, and our members have been so engaged and responsive. I know we keep kind of upping those voting numbers every year, and that's just really great to to know that they're they're paying attention and, and taking part. And you mentioned the Indiana Connection. I think that's a great benefit of being a member Uh, If you are a KREMC member, you should be getting that Indiana Connection magazine in your mailbox every month. And, of course, it's also available online for you to view. But in that magazine, we have stories from other Indiana co-ops, as well as more localized articles and content that highlight our special events and things we have going on, energy tips, community events, and just information that we want to communicate to our members. So. I love the Indiana connection. And great recipes. Oh, yes. The (laughs) recipes are a highlight, too, for sure. (laughs) Well, we've talked about a lot today, um, and it's gone by so fast, but I think we're going to stop for now, and and we might extend this topic, though, for another episode, because there is so much more to talk about when it comes to cooperative membership and specifically being a KREMC member, but we will wait for the next time. Stephanie, this has been wonderful, fun, enlightening. Uh, You've shared some great information. And thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. You've been listening to Live Wire, the official podcast of Kosciuszko REMC. To learn more about KREMC, visit our website, kremc.com, and follow us on social media. Thanks for listening.